Hello, everyone, and welcome to Happy Healthy Human Radio. I'm your host, Samantha Attar, joining you from the beautiful Buffalo, New York, where I'm hanging out with my family for a few weeks. I'm an Ayurvedic coach, yoga instructor, and doula, sharing with you all the things that I am learning about and teaching about in my everyday life so that we can all find just a little more balance, bliss, and confidence. I so appreciate you being a part of this community, and if you enjoy this podcast, please do tell a friend. You could also rate us and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. For easy access to the links and references in this podcast, you can subscribe to my newsletter over at spirocollective.com. That's S-P-I-R-O collective.com. You'll get a weekly note from me that has all of these show notes that I'm going to mention here. I also love to hear from you about these episodes, what you're enjoying, what it's making you think about, what questions you have. So you can send me a message either either over on Instagram, I'm at Spiro Collective or at spirocollective.com. There's a contact me page there. This week, we're talking about how to use Ayurveda as, uh, how Ayurveda uses the opposites as a framework for balance. I'll be sharing my live stream yoga schedule and practices this week, and I'll be sharing information on the Prison Lit Project, as well as a book I am loving. It is going to be a wonderful episode. So let's dive on in. Um, here we are, another week. Uh, it's, let's see, second week of October 2020. Um, things have been pretty tense around uh, the United States, at the very least. The election is approaching, COVID cases are rising, um, and I have this sense of, like, Sunday scaries, right? Because the fall, during the fall, uh, the weather's getting colder, we have less opportunities to meet up outside with friends and family, and so there's a little bit of this, like, what are we going to do once the winter hits and it gets really, truly cold, uh, how are we going to socially connect in person when the weather isn't as great? So I feel a little Sunday scaries with that. Um, There's a lot to worry about. And of course, there's a lot to celebrate. Babies are being born. Birthdays are happening. There are many moments of beauty and grace and community. And for a lot of us, it's hard for us to let these opposites exist simultaneously. It's a lot simpler when we label a day or a week or a year as bad and just like move forward, right? We don't see like, oh, it's bad and it's good, or it's good and it's bad. Um, A lot simpler for us to just stick with this is the view and this is what it is. But Ayurveda and yoga, they have a different take on opposites. And in this week and next week, I want to talk about how Ayurveda and yoga use this play of opposites and this paradox as a tool rather than as a problem that needs to be resolved. So it's not that we need to determine, is it bad or is it good? We can allow both to exist. So let's start with Ayurveda. In Ayurveda, the opposites are an important balancing force. So if you're experiencing a symptom, you actually look to the opposite to mitigate its negative effects. So some examples are that if you have a cold, so like you have a lot of mucus and cough and sluggishness, you're going to drink some ginger tea, which is hot and sharp and drying. If you're feeling indecisive and scattered, which means there's like a lot of movement in your brain, you're going to take time to meditate, to do yin yoga, or otherwise ground your energy and slow your brain down. If you get angry or frustrated at a colleague and there's this lot of heat and tension, you take your dog for a walk, you call a friend, you cool off, you soften your heart. So you can use this understanding of opposites to create routines that have a balancing effect. And in Ayurveda, we actually have 10 pairs of opposites called the Gurvadi Gunas. And these pairs of opposites are unique because they're not good or bad. It's not that we need to be all one thing or all of the other. Instead, we use the pair 
as a framework to help us balance based on our specific situation and constitution, which is known as the dosha. So you can use these pairs of opposites as a framework to understand your current experience and then make it easier to see which actions can ultimately have a balancing effect, right? Because if I just said, um, you know, tell me how you feel, like this super open-ended question, you might come up with some random words and then said, okay, so what's the opposite of that? You know, it, it, it might be difficult to actually name what it is you need to balance, but when you use the Gravati Gunas as a framework to say, okay, is it X or Y? Is it A or B? becomes a lot easier to actually find and see what that balancing aspect is. So here are the 10 pairs of opposites. It makes 20 total Gurvadi Gunas. Um, heavy and light, so that's one pair of opposite. Cold and hot. Wet and dry. Gross and subtle. Dense and flowing. Static and mobile. Dull and sharp. Soft and hard. Smooth and rough cloudy, and clear. Now again, remember that there's no value ascribed to any of these gunas. All are necessary to a certain extent. So if you had a reaction to some of those, like, yes, I want to be uh, hot, or yes, I want to be light, or no, I don't want to be dull, right? Like, notice that this is not, um, there's no value judgment. It's not like, yes, I want to be all, all, all sharp. No, we need some dullness, and we need some sharpness. <clears throat> So let's take a few breaths to actually check in right now and, and see what your body, mind, and emotional state is like. Maybe you can come up with some things from that list of the Gravati Gunas, or there might be other words that are coming up for you that kind of explain and see um, what resonates with your current state. So just take a moment to check in. We'll go through that list again. Heavy and light. Cold and hot. Wet and dry. Gross and subtle, dense and flowing, static and mobile, dull and sharp, soft and hard, smooth and rough, cloudy or clear. And so if you notice that there were a couple of those words that really stuck out with you, then you can ask yourself, okay, what actions, well, well first off, what's the opposite of that? So if you're like, oh, yes, I feel a lot of heat, I feel a lot of sharpness, I feel a lot of mobility, right? Like, this is very common. <laughs> Basically, hi, this is my life. Uh, my, my brain feels hot. <laughs> There's some sharpness. I'm feeling a little rough. And, and I, and I want to move. And I'm, I'm moving, moving, moving. Okay, so what's our opposites? Okay, so some cold, some static, and some dullness, which, again, is just the, that opposite of sharpness. And, and maybe... It's even better for me to use this um, opposite of soft and hard so to find the softness rather than the hardness. Then you could say, okay, what actions, what foods, exercises, routines, or mindsets would support cultivating this, this opposite quality? So what would help me cool my mind? What would help me soften up? What would help me be still? Pretty lucky that I'm teaching yin yoga later today, right? Because that's basically going to do it. Basically, I need to just yin myself up. And there we go. Okay, there's my action today that is going to help cultivate the opposite quality of what I currently have to help me balance. When we use the Gravati Gunas, opposites and paradox, they can be supportive features in our lives rather than evidence that something isn't right. So this is pretty big because it's not like if you're like, oh, I feel so hot and then I feel so cold. This isn't a bad thing. We can instead say, what is trying to balance out 
and how can I support that balancing? Next week, I'll be sharing the practice of Pratipaksha Bhavana, which comes from the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, and it'll help explore another way that we can use opposites to clarify our minds and hearts. I'm really excited to share that with you as well. But for now, of course, I would love to hear from you to hear what words describe your current experience and what action you could take to create that opposite and balance your body. You can send me a message, again, over on Instagram or on my website, spiritcollective.com, to let me know what you're going to do. Again, if you also just want to look at the list of those Gurvadi Gunas, you can Google G-U-R-V-A-D-I Guna, G-U-N-A, Gurvadi Gunas, or the 10 pairs of opposites from Ayurveda. Thank you, thank you, thank you, friends. Let's talk about this week's yoga schedule. I Zoom live stream yoga and meditation from my house. All classes are pay what you can, and I would love to have you there. We have such a beautiful awesome, fun community. And it's been really great to get the feedback in the last few weeks about how much people's practices have grown and changed through these more smaller group online classes. Um, I demo a little bit in my classes, but for the most part, I am actually looking at you, the student, so that I can see um, what you're doing and help support you in creating a safe, graceful, easeful, practice and help you build that strength. So uh, I would love to have you there. On Sunday, we're doing yin yoga 8 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Tuesday, intermediate vinyasa from 5.30 to 6.30. We have Thursday, all levels vinyasa from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Friday is our alignment class, 12 to 12.45. Saturday, I do teach a yin yoga for yoga parkside at 11.30 to 12.30. And then prenatal yoga is from 1.30 to 2.45 p.m. Eastern time. All wonderful. You can get those details on my website, spiritcollective.com slash events, and you can register there. Also coming up on October 18th, I am teaching an Ayurveda 101 workshop. It is from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time through Yoga Parkside. You can register on their website. Um, Again, links in the show notes as well as on my website as well. And I also have a video um, on Instagram in my IGTV about which yoga class is right for you. So if you're unsure of which one to take, that is the place to look. If you can't make it live, I'm, I'm sorry, I love to see you all live. But if you can't, I totally get it. Head on over to patreon.com slash Collective. I have a $6 a month membership level where you get access to all of my live streams. Um in all of their recordings on demand. There's 40 plus, probably 50 plus classes at this point, all different levels, all different lengths, and it is awesome. It's a great way that you can practice anywhere, anytime. I recently uploaded a yin yoga practice. It's 30 minutes. It's called Joy in Presence, and it's all about connecting to the present moment. We open up the inner thighs, the outer hips, and then also um, take a really nice twist. It's really lovely feeling practice. I personally really enjoyed it and I think you will too. So please head on over to patreon.com slash collective if you are interested in checking that out. Let us take action this week. We are about three weeks away from our election, so if you've not checked your voter registration, please do. If you're unsure about your absentee ballot rules, go to vote.org. They have all the interest, all the rules for your states. Don't get your information from social media, please, because I've heard recently that there's a lot of misinformation. Big surprise. So go to vote.org, put in your address. They will give you the details on what you need. I also learned this week about the Prison Lit Project. Apparently... 
didn't know this, in most prisons, um, prisoners can actually only receive books if they have pre-approved organizations. Right? There's like very limited access to reading material. So the Prison Lit Project sends free books requested by prisoners to incarcerated people around the country. You can donate books, money, or time to this organization. Head over and learn about Prison Lit um, and their project that they are doing to make sure that uh, inmates get access to high-quality, wonderful books. Speaking of high-quality, wonderful books, I want to share with you a book that I am loving. It is called How to Do Nothing by Jenny O'Dell. Uh, her subtitle is Resisting the Attention Economy. I have been meaning to read this book for a few years. I'm so glad I finally did. It explores how we can resist the pull to do more all of the time. And I find this to be really important during COVID because it's very easy to just keep going, going, going and not make any distinction between Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. So check out this book, How to Do Nothing by Jenny O'Dell. I'm about a third of the way through and I am absolutely loving it and I see how important it is. That is another episode. Thank you all so much for being here. If you want to share any thoughts on this episode, head over to Instagram. I'm at Spirit Collective or go to spiritcollective.com. I would love to see you over in yoga. Please join me live or over in the Patreon community. If you have any questions about anything, reach on out. Have a beautiful day.